gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Becoming Men podcast. I'm your host, Ray Delanues, and this is the podcast for good men on their journey to live epic lives. I show up every week with legendary guests who help me bring you some of the most impactful content out there on masculinity, and we don't disappoint. This week's episode is brought to you by mastermypurpose.com, but a little bit more on that later. Jens, I'm going to give this to you straight. This conversation is gold. In this episode, you'll actually hear part two of my time with one of the few men who significantly influenced me, not just as a husband or as a father, but actually my walk as a man of God. And quite frankly, he's part of the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. Part one was unexpectedly interrupted. uh, And you'll actually hear about that here in a moment. But it's with great pleasure that I introduce to you my guest, Morgan Snyder. Morgan is an author, speaker, and fellow podcaster who serves on the executive leadership team at Wild at Heart. Morgan has contended for the wholeheartedness of men and women alongside John and Stacey Eldridge for more than two decades. And he's actually led over a decade of Become Good Soil intensives and sold out Wild at Heart events across the United States, across the UK, South Africa, and Australia. His passion is to both be shaped by and to shape the men and women who are shaping the kingdom of God. And he has certainly shaped much of what you have heard here on the Becoming Men podcast for the last 99 episodes, guys. I can't believe we've made it this far. And gents, without further ado, Morgan Snyder. Good to see you. Good seeing you, man. Thank you so much for for seeing me uh, so soon. I'm glad because I would have, I think I was going to shave my mustache and then it would have looked weird. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Oh, we don't want that. Well, I was, I couldn't remember what shirt I had on yesterday. It was an, it was an insane day. So I was like, you know what? We'll bless the partial. So exactly. Exactly. Just, it feels like, um, had a date with my wife this morning, was talking about you. And I just feel like part of the, it, part of the battle is warfare against your life, Ray, and your calling. And so I felt adamant to fight for this. For you guys that are able to see the video, you might see that uh, Morgan has a different shirt on and I might look, my mustache looks one day uh, older. <laughs> and that's because we had to stop recording yesterday. And Morgan, I have to tell you, man, what that did for me for the rest of the day mm. and how I had to come against that. So immediately... Yeah. As I see the librarian come to me and say, hey, sir, we're going to close early today. I'm like full of shame Mm -hmm. because I'm like, Ray, you should have had this together. You're a Marine Corps logistics officer. You didn't figure out the logistics of (laughs) this conversation. Uh, And then I walked away and and I had this conversation with my wife. I'm like, it was really tempting to get really down on myself. Um, And it took maybe, you know, maybe a smack of the steering wheel and just a damn it. Right. Like I should have known that. Um, But although that seems crappy, right. A little crappy situation. I will say that lasted no more than 15 minutes because ultimately I was able to walk away um, and walk out of uh, that shame. Right. And walk away from the feeling of, man, I am not enough. Right. Like that wasn't enough. I should have done better. And really restore myself, put myself back to like, no, this is reality. This is who you are. This is what God says about you. And the performance of all of this has nothing to do with your identity. Um, I just want, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I I think it's really powerful, Ray, because it's in the everyday ordinary life that most of the profound 
initiation happens. It's actually not the big milestones. And like you said, even the merit badges, or we were offline when you were talking about it, but all the accolades, merit badges, and, and, and being rewarded, so much of that can be actually out of the false self. But it's in these moment by moment, what will you do in the face of adversity? And I don't mean that adversity as a Marine, rise up, try harder. What I mean is in that particular moment yesterday, that assault against your identity, right? It's like the message to the false self is get your shit together. Yeah. In other words, I am loved when, and that's a really important sentence for a, for a heart of a man. How do you answer that sentence? I am loved when, okay. And for you, it's like that logistics officer, like you're good at that. Right. And so who are you when you screw up logistically? Mm. See, that's the seed of sonship because a man has to, and this is deep waters right here. A man has to know that he is loved apart from his gifting in order that his gifting, his intelligence, his, his imago day Christ in him can be employed in the service of love on behalf of others. Because until you know that, and you've never separated yourself from your gifting, ultimately it's about performance mm -hmm. and it's conditional. Meaning I feel good when I achieve, when I succeed, when it works, when I get the W and I feel bad when I don't. But when we crucify our gifting and God will do this, the scriptures say he causes the rising and falling of men. Jesus yes. causes the rising and falling of men. We love the rising. Yeah. The falling is a better friend. It, and every man has to pass through a season. And, and you put some words to this in your life offline. When we come to the end of ourself and our ability to come through. Yeah is no longer enough. And when we find we're loved in that place, that we're accepted, that we're valued, that it, our identity is not on trial and God is not on trial, then Ray, we become unstoppable. Yeah. Right. And I'll give one short example. So my story in my false self is coming through. So I found love and coming through in okay. the absence of a dad who was a high performer, but never around and achieving accolades as a surgeon, uh, you know, pioneering laser surgery on the world. He was a big deal out there, but he wasn't home. And yeah. I had this ache and longing in my heart of who am I? What's my identity? And so I wanted to be like him. And so I am loved when I come through and that's still in me. Much of it's been healed, but yesterday everything goes sideways in our interview. Yeah. Well, we're connecting. God is with us. I'm so proud of the miles that you've, you've traveled. It's my honor to be with you. I could feel that thing of no matter what, I'm going to finish this interview because I'm going to come through for Ray, right? I'm going to come through for the, Be the Becoming Men podcast. Yeah. I actually had to crucify that and say, Jesus, I'm loved. If that was all you had, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now I give it to you, God. My identity is seated in you. Who I am as a man is not at stake as to how I handle this with Ray. And now, Jesus, what do you want to do? And I looked at my schedule and I had a window today 
And I felt like the sooner, the better, if you could do it today, I'm all in. Now I had a date with my wife, which is the most important thing in my week. And so I had to bump us farther than I thought. But the point is I protected it out of love, not out of a need for validation. And that's the deep waters of the masculine soul. Wow. (laughs) You know, it was some, a word that's sticking out right now, as you said, that is uh, expectation and how expectations can become a great enemy in Mm -hmm. our lives. Because, you know, the idea that I have in my mind of how this is going to go or how any, anything in our lives is going to go. um, Any man can relate to this. You know, you have a preconceived notion of how that first date is going to go or your job interview, or, you know, the first special moment with your son or daughter and reality was something completely different. And the attack, like you said, goes right for the identity, right? Identity. And that's what's so hopeful because that's what Jesus is after when he can restore the identity of man, that seed of sonship. So for a man like you, as you inevitably rise the ranks in military, you will be hated more. You'll disappoint more, disappoint more people. You'll be in a more political position in unwinnable battles and unwinnable wars. That's just the nature of history. I'm not speaking on the U S military. I'm talking about the history of mankind, right? It's thankless work to be in leadership. But when you know, I'm a son, when I know I'm a father, I'm a husband and that's what matters most. And just a, a, you know, a, a, Disclosure. So I was invited to speak to a thousand men and there were hundreds of men going through becoming a king. And this guy puts it out in front of me and says, name your price, name your terms, fill this, fill end this sentence. I will come in November to this event because of this, like lay it out. Right. And, and Ray, like, I'm not crushing it with my bank account. Right. I live in suburgatory. My wife drives a minivan. That's maybe worth $1,200 on a really good day, at least to us. Okay. Like there's the pull of the flesh and then there's the peace. You know what? This is my post. I'm stewarding a message. God's anointed me to take this to the world. This is my moment. And then there's the spirit saying, what's November? And I said, well, if my son's football team does well, it's the playoffs. Now, is he going to be in the playoffs? I don't know. And he said, well, what's the price for you not to be a dad with no name in row six cheering your son on a nobody other than a dad? And I said, there is no price that is not for sale because I've had a profound encounter with God where he restored my name as father And it's very important in my story that I've used success and achievement to neglect that role in different times. And it's no longer um, for sale. And, And so that's an example of bless them, bless their mission. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not their guy for that slot because I'm going to be at my post. And at this hour on the earth, it's to be a nameless, faceless dad cheering my son on and win or lose through tears and blood. I'm going to be on that field because he's looking for his dad and I'm going to be there. I, I, I'm holding back tears, man, because this is hitting home so much. And um, I remember one of the first things that I read from you in 2014 was uh, Jesus wore flip flops. Yes. And I'm like, 
I've repeated that in, in front of hundreds of Marines. That's okay? awesome. Right? So like, That's just awesome. so you know, that, that has been impactful. That's great. But, but I almost have like a bone to pick with you in this area okay, because tell me. you've completely shifted my paradigm in a way that I don't like it. Right. My, yes. my inner self, right. My false self does not enjoy the pace of the soul. Yes. Especially when Elon Musk tells us that nobody changed the world on 40 hours a week. <laughs> mm. Right. But apparently Jesus did. So uh, right. maybe. Right. Right. So he apparently doesn't know uh, the work of, of Jesus on the earth. And I'll be honest with you, there's no greater temptation for me than to move at the pace that I know I'm comfortable at. Yes. And usually I end up leaving somebody behind. Mm. It, it, you can see it in the store, how I walk into the store into Walmart. I almost don't want to bring my little ones with me because they can't yes. keep up. Right. They're in the way of in, your exactly. mission. Exactly. It's yeah. a mission. Walmart is a mission. Yes. Yes. And so now apply that to life, copy paste. And my, my bone to pick, I guess, is does it really have to be that way though? Like wouldn't, wouldn't Joshua have understood, right? That you were going to do this for the family. It's for, yeah. it's, it's for the family that you're doing this. Yes. Um, wouldn't he be understood that like, Hey, you know, the probability, you know, we, I, I made the best choice with all the information right. that I had. Right. And well, then you let, wouldn't have been to blame. Right. Or let me make, let me make you more miserable. Okay. You think about this. Okay. Jesus was celebrated his greatest celebration of his life when he was 30, the great, the public celebration, his father in heaven shows up and speaks audibly in front of the audience. Now, God speaks all the time. John 8, 47, those that belong to God, hear what he says. So he speaks. The issue often is our inability to listen. So in this moment, God speaks, God celebrates. He says, you are my son. You are my beloved. You're amazing. You are awesome. I'm so deeply pleased with you. And Ray, he's not accomplished anything. <laughs> According to his mission, there is not one miracle that's documented up to 30. Yeah. It, it, what are they celebrating? It's awesome. not his achievement. Yeah. Right yeah. now we can speculate. He did a good job in the workshop, but Joseph's not there, his earthly father. So we don't know. The idea is what they're celebrating is who he is, not what he's accomplished. Mm -hmm. Right. It's why the most important thing you can know about a human being is that they bear the image of God. The deepest thing about them is that it's a Mago day. And so here's to get back to your question. And there's really two pieces in it, but one is yes, of course, I could have said that to Joshua and he could have understood because in love, if the atmosphere, the major theme is love, there are times where I will disappoint my kids. I went hunting by myself last week for a day when I could have taken my son, but my son knows I need God. I need time in the field with solitude in order I can be a good dad. So it's not people pleasing and always putting them first. It's putting God first and orienting every relationship in my story out of this abiding with God. But here's what I want to say is what your question pushes on is we doubt. We think what we see is what we get. We doubt that we are soul. You are a soul forever. The truest thing about you, Ray, is what I cannot see. The most important things all the time in every place are what we cannot see.
Mm. It's pretty radical. And so you will live forever. And here's another layer, big idea. You will live forever as a man. So you have a soul. Now it's a different question. Let's take, let's back out from Walmart for a minute and say, if you have a soul, if it's masculine, if it has a need and a way to thrive, what would that look like in a world that's unspeakably broken? The world is beautiful and the world is broken. And we are east of Eden. I mean, when 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 Eve ate from the tree and Adam did nothing, like it it cost a consequence that we we do not appreciate. And so we can't start with us at the center and we can't start in a modern world. We have to start with a God-centered view and we have to start with Eden and what we were designed for. So now we start there and I wanna ask you a different question. Like, what is the pace of walking that's good for the soul? What's the pace of eating that's good for the soul. What are the number of things you can accomplish in a day that are good for the soul? And when I say good for the soul, I mean, in order that you can be present, present emotionally, present physically, present bodily. And our world is fast and furious, more and more, faster and faster, up and to the right. That's the age on earth. And it was not always like that. And so we have to understand the times. We have to understand that we are first soul as masculine or feminine. We have to understand that we are born into a God-centered story. And it's from that place we decide how we engage in Walmart. If we go at all, who we go with, what our posture is, and ultimately it comes down to love. And so we let that inform us rather than what feels good. And it really changes how we do everyday life. Let's take a quick moment to hear from the sponsor of this episode, mastermypurpose.com. If you want to clarify your God-given purpose, master the skills of some of the world's most successful and purpose-driven men, and march into action right now, then make sure that you head over to mastermypurpose.com for your free 21-day guide to a purpose-driven year. You'll be able to join the army of men already marching into a new direction and purpose. Again, that's mastermypurpose.com. I guess initially, I would he- I'm hearing you have a checklist of things now to go through to ensure that you are abiding, right? Because it feels so unnatural. Because you're a logistics officer yeah. and that's what you exactly. do. <laughs> right. So like I have to take this unnatural tendency, filter it through something called my checklist and be like, okay, is it meeting these criteria? And one of the things that popped up, I mean, you just kind of said it, maybe not very significant, but one of the options was, do you even go to Walmart? And that, that seems significant to me because I guess I put so much pressure on myself. I'm like, if it is noted, it must be done. Right. So then it just goes into the backlog and it's like just building onto the mountain of things that I have yet to do that need to get done. Yes. With never, never having the option of like, is that even for this season? Right. Okay. So here, like we're getting into deep stuff and our listeners, like you're gonna have to go back oh, yeah. and revisit this. Cause every one of these nuggets you, we could chase for an hour. Right. Yeah. And, um, 
And, and as you mentioned, like the, the work at Become Good Soil, like that's the slow and steady track, living the day and measuring the decade. And so I just, yes. our friends, like we're, we are, we're dropping whiskey shots and, and you can only take so many shots, at least oh, at 45, yeah. right? But okay, <laughs> you're, so here's, here's the big idea. What is repentance? What is repentance? Because normally in a religious world, repentance is don't sin. In other words, here are the six bad things, don't do them. But in the kingdom of God, from a soulful perspective, that's a very nuanced and personal question. And I'll give you an example. So John, when he was mentoring me years ago, this young man came into his office and it was in a university setting. And he said, he told him his story and he said, my counsel to you is your repentance this semester is do not kiss a girl all semester. And the guy's like, what? Like, how can I not? Right. Next guy comes in, tells him a story. He says, my counsel to you, your repentance is before the semester is over. You must kiss a girl. What? Okay. (laughs) Same reaction. Opposite counsel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to say, Ray, what I'm seeing in you is my invitation. What is repentance for Ray? Yeah. Is don't handle it logistically. Mm. You're really good at that. The logistics expert in you is very mature, very, very sophisticated. And let me say this does not need God Mm. to function. So repentance for you looks like inefficiency. Repentance for Ray looks, feels like irresponsibility. Wow. Flip flops. Okay. Now that's for you. There's some hedgehog, you know, laying down the couch and he's like, sweet. I'm like, no, no, no. Repentance for you. It's get your shit together. Right. Go exercise. So it's very nuanced and it's very loving. It's very gentle. And so the, the whole thing on Walmart is rather than your default mode of operation is checklist. And now let me make a spiritual checklist and a loving checklist. Let me throw out the checklist Say repentance for you is inefficiency. So my invitation is before you go into Walmart, because you're already planning on it at this moment, whether or not to go is level two. Okay. Level one is you're there. I want you to sit in the truck or the car for 60 seconds in silence and breathe. Find your breath, find God say, I am your son. You are my father. I don't want to go into that store without being together with you in union. And so in this moment in my day, I just want to reset. I breathe you in. I breathe out everything that's driving me. That's not you. And let's go into the store together. God, that's repentance. What's going to happen in that store? I have no idea. That's up to you and God, but that's the with God life. And it's a micro decision in your ordinary everyday life with a two degree shift that over a decade will bring radical transformation. And you know, in the military, slow and steady wins the race. That's how real work gets done. And it's no different as a kingdom apprentice. Wow. Morgan, I I know that there are guys here who are just like, I need more. I, I need to know more. So I, if you could point them to um, your digital content, your book, where it is that they can find you and connect with you. 
Yeah, I think a good on ramp for our listeners, uh, becomingakingexperience.com. It's all free and it's a video series, six parts that kind of drips into your e- email inbox once a week. And I've curated and distilled a few reflection questions with these like 20 minute videos to just take you into some of these themes. It's free, it's a great on ramps. And, and you sign up, it comes to your inbox. So becomingakingexperience.com is where I would start. And if guys resonate with that, um, becomegoodsoil.com, I would say go into the podcast and my, my encouragement would be start at the beginning and work through the episodes because it is the slow and steady work of deep kingdom apprentice. You know, God's given me this, this mantra of reach the many to find the few like Ray, I'm all about the few. I want it to be small and irreversible. And that's why I love you. That's why I hope we get to do more life together. You're one of the few. And so, you know, the message goes out to the world, but I'm after the few. And if guys are listening and they're going, I am resonating, I'm barely tracking. They've covered so much ground. I want to say, welcome, jump into the slow and steady, start with the podcast. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Becoming Man podcast. If you want more free, impactful, and transformational resources, be sure to stop by the website, thebecomingmen.com. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever other platform you use. And if you'd like to do something to support The Becoming Men, it always means a bunch if you're able to leave a quick review or rating on iTunes. Also, many thanks to those who've partnered with us to support our work through financial donations. Your support helps make The Becoming Men podcast and our free resources available to men around the world, literally. If you're interested in becoming a partner, you can find out more at thebecomingmen.com forward slash partner. Again, that's thebecomingmen.com forward slash partner. Until next time, continue to march.